Welcome. You're about to listen to a teaching of the Foursquare Gospel Church, VGC District. At Foursquare, we believe in the transformation of communities through the multiplication of disciples, leaders, churches, and movements. May your hearts be blessed and transformed as you listen. This morning, we are continuing our theme for the month, My, my God of Great Deeds. Praise the Lord. And our topic is, he will do it for you. Tell your neighbor, he will do it for you. We take our text from the books of Malachi 3.6, Hebrews 4.1-6, and 1 Samuel 30.1-19. I will start reading from 1 Samuel 30.1-19, and I'm going to read from the New King James Version. Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag, attacked Ziklag and burnt it with fire, and had taken captive the women and those who were there, from small to great. They did not kill anyone but carried them away and went their way. So David and his men came to the city, and there it was, burnt with fire, and their wives, their sons, and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives, Ahinoam the Jezreelites, and Abigail the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite, had been taken captive. Now David was greatly distressed. For the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, Abimelech's son, Please bring the effort here to me. And Abiathar brought the effort to David. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue. For you shall surely overtake them, and without fail, recover all. Praise the Lord. Verse 9. So David went, he and the 600 men who were with him, and came to the brook Besor, where, where those stayed who were left behind. But David pursued he and 400 men, for 200 stayed behind who were so weary that they could not cross the brook Besor. Then they found an Egyptian in the field, and brought him to David, and they gave him bread, and he ate, and they let him drink water, and gave him a piece of a cake of figs, and two clusters of resin. So when he had eaten, his strength came back to him, for he had eaten no bread nor drunk water for three days and three nights. Then David said to him, To whom do you belong, and where are you from? And he said, I am a young man from Egypt, servant of an Amalekite, and my master left me behind because three days ago I fell sick. We made an invasion of the south, southern area of the Cheretites in the territory which belongs to Judah and of the southern area of Caleb, and we burnt Ziklag with fire. And David said to him, Can you take me down to this troop? So he said, Swear to me by God that he will neither kill me nor deliver me into the hands of my master, and I will take you to the troop. And when he had brought him down, 
There they were, spread out over all the land, eating and drinking and dancing, because of all the great spoil which they had taken from the land of the Philistines and from the land of Judah. Then David attacked them from twilight until evening of the next day. Not a man of them escaped, except for hundred young men who rode on Camel's field. So David recovered all the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives, and nothing of theirs was lacking, either small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything which they had taken from them. David recovered all. Praise the Lord, somebody. If we look at the scripture, we look at the entire scripture from the time of creation through redemption, and we take a look at our environment and see nature, the elements which the Lord has created, the sun, the moon, the stars, the vegetation, the mountains, the valleys, everything, and see how they move and they see the seasons. It becomes very clear and abundantly clear to us that we have no choice but to declare and agree that we have a God of great deeds. Praise the Lord, somebody. There is a God that is very big and he does great and mighty things. Praise God. And somebody will be asking this morning, does God still do great deeds? Can he do it in my circumstance? Is he willing and able and ready to do it for me? We'll attempt to answer that question from three standpoints this morning. Is a God of great deeds still a God of great deeds? And is he going to do it for you? Praise God, somebody. We shall look at this, getting the answer from three points, three standpoints of one, the immutability of God, the constancy of God, the unchangeability of God. And we'll look at it from the atmosphere or the stage for God's great deeds. The atmosphere. And then the third standpoint will be the action that we need to take, the way forward. Praise God. Praise God, somebody. We start by saying that God is immutable in three ways. He's immutable in his essence. God is the unchangeable. He's immutable in his essence. That means God remains God. He remains eternal. He remains holy. He remains very powerful, all-knowing, all-present, and all-powerful. Praise the Lord. And we can take that from the book of Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, the Living Bible. It says, I am the Lord. I do not change. That is why you are, or you are not already utterly destroyed, for my mercy endures forever. Praise the Lord. So you see, God is constant. God does not change. This means that we can trust God. And trust is very important. You see, people, when people can no longer trust a system or somebody, you people see people want to go away from that. What makes people come to you 
or come to a system is because they have trust in that system or in you. You see a lot of young people living in this country because they lost trust in the ability of the government to protect them, to do what government ought to do so that they can thrive. Praise the Lord. We'll talk more on that as we go forward. You know, you see, people are rushing to use their Naira to go and buy up dollar because they've lost trust in the value of, in the ability of the Naira to retain its value. It's still valuable because any amount you will still buy something no matter how. Even if it means using 3,000 Naira to go and buy one bottle of granite, it still has a value. But the value is depreciating per second per second. So, the, the, you can no longer trust it. It's no longer constant. But God is constant. So we can trust God. That that which he said he will do. Praise the Lord somebody. Then God is immutable in his attributes. God is immutable in his attributes. That, that means that what he did before, he can do again. God that parted the Red Sea before can part the Red Sea again. The one that made bread to come down in the wilderness, he can make bread to come again. The one that gave a manna and quail can still do it again. The one that caused the water of Jericho to dry up as the children of Israel stepped into it can cause the water of your troubles to dry up in the name of Jesus. He said, in the book of Jeremiah 32, 26 to 27, say, And the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, saying, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Praise God. And in Isaiah chapter 59, 1 to 2, the Living Bible, it says, Listen now, the Lord isn't too weak to save you, and he isn't getting deaf. He can hear you when you call, but the trouble is that your sins have cut you off from God. Because of sin, he has turned his face away from you and will not listen anymore. Praise God. So we see, it's not God's inability to perform, but our sins that has held us back. However, praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, however. The good news here is that God is a, God's mercy abounds with us. And that's why he tells us in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, he says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. God, that is the good news. That if we confess our sins, because he tells us in the book of Romans 3.23, say, all have sinned and come short of the glory of of God. And that's in Romans 6, 23, says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. What is this gift? The gift is Jesus. He tells us in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, he gave. It's a gift. He gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Praise the Lord, somebody. This is eternal life. The gift, Jesus, given by the Father. And that is our hope. And that is our hope. And that is why 
in spite of who we are, the blood has propitiated for us so that we can still have access to God. Praise the Lord, somebody. Now, the third part of God's immutability is that God is immutable in his counsel. God is immutable in his counsel. Whatever God says, he will surely do. His promises are sure and reliable. As we can see from the book of Numbers, chapter 23, verses 19 to 20, and I read from the Living Bible, he said, God is not a man that he should lie. He does not change his mind as humans do. He has, has he ever promised without doing what he said? Praise God. God is not a man that he will lie, nor the son of a man that he will repent. So we must begin to go to God in his words. God asked us in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 23, 5, he said, remind me concerning my word. It's not that God forgets. God does not forget. But when he made us and gave us free will, he called us into partnership with him. He said, that's, I love that song where that says that God does not need a man to be who he is. But in, by his, in his mercy, he just called us unto his own. In his mercy, by his choice, he called us into partnership with him. And that's why he wants you to play such a role. He wants you to stand up. He wants you to do believing. You have to do, every man will do his own dying and every man will do his own believing. Two things nobody will ever do for you in life. Your own believing and your own dying. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. So, that's why when he says, remind me concerning my word, it's for you to show that you believe his word, come and speak his word back to him. Speak his word back to him. Praise the Lord. God has promised to be with us always. You see in Isaiah chapter 43 verse 2, it tells you that when you are, go through the waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through fire, they will not consume you. This is the word of God. This is the word of God that we must always remind him of. He has said he's a great God. And his words can never come back to him void. But must go forth to fulfill that which he has promised. Praise the Lord somebody. And in Jeremiah 29, verse 11, he says, I know the thoughts I think concerning you, thoughts of good and not of evil, to give you a hope and a future. These are the words of God. God is immutable in his counsel. If he has spoken it, he will bring it to pass. If he has spoken it, he will bring it to pass. Praise the Lord. From the God going, it becomes very abundantly clear that our God is a God, which is a God of, who is the God of great deeds, the God of the Bible, is a God of integrity, God of unlimited ability, and God of reliability. Therefore, he's able, willing, and ready to do it for you. Praise the Lord, somebody. Tell your neighbor this morning, God will do it for you. Having established the fact that God is ready to do it for us, is able to do it for us, is willing to do it for us, what next? Ask your neighbor, what next? Then we look at the atmosphere or the stage for God's great deeds. The atmosphere or the stage for God's great deeds to happen. We look at the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. It says, you can never please God without faith. 
without depending on him. Anyone who wants to come to God must believe that there is a God and that he rewards those who sincerely look for him. The Living Bible. And then in Hebrews, in Hebrews chapter 4, verses 1 to 3, the Living Bible, it says, Although God's promise still stands, his promise that all may enter his place of rest, we ought to tremble with fear because some of you may be on the verge of failing to get there after all. For this wonderful news, the message that God wants to save us has been given to us just as it was to those who lived in the time of Moses. But he didn't do them any good because they did not believe it. They didn't mix it with faith. For only we who believe in God can enter into his place of rest. He has said, I have sworn in my anger that those who don't believe me will never get in. Even though he has been ready and waiting for them since the world began. God has been waiting and ready since the world began. Waiting for them to believe. We all know that there are atmospheres. If you see, if you want anything to happen, you must create an atmosphere for it. Praise the Lord, somebody. Those of us who know about farming know that there's a, there are atmospheres that encourage certain crops. For instance, there are crops you cannot plant in the tropics. They, are only, uh, they can only grow and do well in the temperate regions. And there are crops too that cannot do well in the temperate regions. They only do well in the tropics. Atmosphere. Anything you have to do, you have to create the right atmosphere. You see our people here, people leave Nigeria, those who were seen not to be doing so great, they'll go outside there and they begin to excel. Why? Because of the atmosphere that has been created. The atmosphere. The environment. That's what I mean by atmosphere. The environment. What kind of conditions have been created around you? That determines how far you can go. It has been found that environment determines people's life much more than their biological uh, properties. In other words, you see some people that they say, oh, they are dollar, they are not intelligent, they are not, they are not doing very well. There's an environment you take the person to. The kind of teacher you bring to the person to. And the person suddenly becomes a genius. Hello. Nurture is greater than nature. Nurture is greater than nature. You want something to come out well, you create the atmosphere for it to work. I'm telling uh, young people last Sunday, he said, I know that by the grace of God, we're going to have more marriage this year in Jesus' name. Yeah. Hello, somebody. And I know that I'm in hospitality, so I, can know, I know this one very well. People spend much more money to decorate the hall. If you see the big hall we, we built, very mighty hall, most of you know it. I can see a lot of people with gallery. But people, when they want to pay for the hall, they negotiate so hard. But if you hear the money they pay to decorate us, mind-boggling. 
Why? Because they want to change the atmosphere so that when they do their pictures and their videos, it will come out very well. And in fact, when you see all those ladies with the things they come, they come with all manner of things, napkins, pieces of papers, pieces of wood, pieces of cloth, you begin to ask, what are these ladies doing? But by the time they are done, it's a different atmosphere. Hello, somebody. You want miracle to happen? Create the atmosphere. From what we read, the atmosphere that pleases God, the atmosphere that God loves to operate in is the atmosphere of faith. He said, for without faith, it is impossible. There's no amount of energy you're going to exert. There's no amount of work you're going to do. There's no amount of giving you're going to make. If it's without faith, it is impossible. My mentor, Reverend Adewumi, will tell us, he say, if it cannot be done, it is impossible, it becomes impossible. Hello. But when you don't write it in your, your example, without faith, it is impossible to, believe, to please God. For they that come to God must believe that He is and is a rewarder of they that diligently seek Him. You must acknowledge the supremacy and sovereignty and the existence of the Almighty God, first and foremost. And you must believe that this God is so good. God of good deeds is good. He gives, he rewards those who diligently come to him, seek him. What the adjective? Diligently seek him. You must believe that. That is the beginning. That is the atmosphere that we need to create for great things to happen. Praise the Lord. The atmosphere that pleases God. The atmosphere of faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. Anyone that must come to God must believe. That means he must have faith that God is always there and can be trusted to reward those that sincerely place their confidence in him. God's promise, from what we still read, read there, we still read that God promised his stands. The promise to give us access into his presence access into his rest, a place of sound health, good life, prosperity, and most importantly, eternal life. God's promise still stands. He say, although God's promise still stands, his promise that all may enter his place of rest. We ought to tremble with fear because some of you may be on the verge of failing to get there after all. For this wonderful news, the message that God wants to save us has been given to us just as it was given to those who lived in time of Moses. But he didn't do them any good because they did not believe it. They didn't mix it with faith. For only we who believe in God can enter his place of rest. He has said, I have sworn in my anger that those who don't believe me will never get in. Even though he has been ready and waiting for them since the world began. God has always been waiting on us. A lot of times, we're waiting on God. God has been waiting on us. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. 
He wants us to believe. God has been waiting. God is ready. However, just as in the time of Moses, some people will not still apply faith to the promise. Such people stand the danger of never having access to God's place of rest. May that never be a portion in Jesus' name. God has sworn in his anger that those who refuse to believe, those who, want, who refuse to trust him, rely on him, have implicit confidence in him, will never get into his place of rest. So we have to believe. We need to believe. Just like we talked about John 3.16, that God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. And whoever believes in him, whoever believes in him, everybody is called. Everybody is called to believe. Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Hebrew 3.15, New Living Translation tells us, remember what he says today. When you hear his voice, don't harden your heart as Israel did when they rebelled. As Israel did when they rebelled, Israel had witnessed the mercies of God. They had seen the Lord dry up the Red Sea for them to pass. They had seen the Lord crush the armies of Pharaoh. They had seen the Lord do great, might, great and mighty works in Egypt. The ten plagues, they had seen it all. Still, at the smallest challenge, murmuring and complaining and wishing to go back to Egypt. We are being warned today not to do the same type of thing. Praise the Lord, somebody. When we go through, when we think through back, we'll see what God has done for us in this church. It's been great manifestation of the great works of God. Throughout all the uh, uh, epidemic, the pandemic, we didn't lose a soul. That's not a small thing. Tell your neighbor, that's not a small thing. Senior pastor was giving testimony the other day of how some people came and they were going around. Some of them were, were filled with so much awe. They were asking if people who come to this church ever have any problem. So the position where you are today is somebody's testimony, somebody's prayer point. Hello. Hello. They gathered. David's own two wives were taken away as well. So he was also affected. But everybody wants to stone David. Why? Because he's the leader. The leader is called to responsibility. If you own a business, it's not the business of your workers to find salary. Now your problem, no matter how much you try to, 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 to see, let them see reason, Sister uh, Kimola, you know now, no matter if you like, see, let them see, see, try to make them see. Which reason they want to see? The reason to see is to pay salary in time. It's your job to go and look for that money. It's your problem what you do. If you are going to borrow, go and borrow. They won't lie. You are the leader. I was talking with him last Sunday. We were discussing certain things. I said, look, everything, you can see the pressure on all the top leaders, every bank manager, every bank um, MD, you see the pressure now because of what's happening in the economy. Every business leader is bearing the pressure. But it's not for you to crumble. 
I'm saying this so that every leader everywhere must bottle, buckle up. Hello. And trust God to do it for you in Jesus' name. And then let me tell you, every Christian is called to be a leader anywhere you are. And I'll show you from the Bible. See, in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 13, New Living Translation says, If you listen to these commands of the Lord your God that I am giving you today, and if you carefully obey them, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. And you will always be on top and never at the bottom. So every leader, every Christian that has been called to obey, once you are obedient, are you obedient? Are you obedient? Choir, are you obedient? Church, are you obedient? Better be obedient too. Once you're obedient, you have been, God, he said he will make you the top, the head, and not the tail. Hello. So every Christian is a leader in his own, at his, any level where you are. If there's a small department, there are three of you. Behave like the leader. Take responsibility. In the house, when father and mother are not at home, the senior person, take responsibility. That's what leadership is all about. You see, at this time, everybody was campering around. However, David demonstrated some great leadership actions and qualities that make him the leader. You know, while others were shouting and confused, David found strength in the Almighty God. Our first response to issues is to draw strength and courage from the fact that we have God who is able and willing to help us. If you see Joshua chapter 1 verse 9, New King James Version, it says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So when those challenges come, be strong. Tell your neighbor, be strong. Be of good courage, for the Lord our God is with you. That's the starting point. David encouraged himself in the Lord. He remembered that he has a God that's able to do great things. God of great deeds. That that God is with him. He started from there. So once he got that, he got encouraged immediately. And then the next thing he did, David made an inquiry from God through Abiata the priest on whether to pursue or not. So we need to seek the face of God and honestly seek his will in every issue. God has a number. Do you know God has a number? God has a number. His number is 333. Hello, Jeremiah 33, verse 3. Call unto me. Hello. Call unto me, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Clap for Jesus. So the next thing is to call unto him. To call unto him, rally around, call unto him, and then he will speak to you. God will speak to you. He says he will show us great and mighty things that we know not. He will answer and show us great and mighty things. God speaks to us in so many ways. It's in a few cases you hear his audible voice, but most of the time he speaks to us through the scriptures. And that's why he tells us in 2 Timothy 2 50, he says, Study to make yourself approved, a workman. And need not to be shamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Study. 
God speaks to us most of the time through his written word. He has put it down there. As you open the Bible, you will, the Holy Spirit will begin to, to, open, to, to give, it, give, it, uh, give it life. Expose it to you. And then you know the mind of God at the point in time. You also be alert because he can use somebody also. The things you're, you'll be discussing and the answer to what you are just asking for will just come out of the person's mouth without the person knowing. That's God speaking through somebody. He told us that a young man shall, shall do what? Shall prophesy and old men shall see visions. So you can also by prophecy. Not the false prophecy of we are seeing today. Oh, there's some a lot of false prophets, false bishops that uh, go now give their uniform and say they are their bishop. And some of them were there. One of them was even making making a caricature of himself, prophesying nonsense. So that those are not the kind of this one, the true one. If you're a child of God, you you get the true one. Praise the Lord, somebody. You know, for time, a lot of time, let's move quick, go quickly. So once David heard from God, he moved by faith, mobilized his men, and never looked back. He had to drop the weak ones on the way. When we have, when you have prayed and studied the word and received a conviction, you must move on with every iota of energy in you, trusting God for success. Once you have gotten direction, once you've gotten direction, you've got your conviction that this is what the Lord wants you to do, go ahead with all your energy. Don't be afraid. Praise the Lord. Don't be afraid. And along the way, of course, some of them were weak. They had to be dropped. In your team, don't expect that everybody will give you 100%. There are some people who are naturally weak. 200 men were weak out of 600. David didn't begin to argue and complain and murmur about them or prompt them. They had to ask those ones to, to stay back and rest. Maybe those ones will stay back and be praying when others keep moving. Hello. And they moved. And they moved. And along the way, as you're going, you see, what I found out is that even now, those who have been placed on top as leaders, their, their, their pressures have increased. Because those who were depending on you, in fact, because of the pressure they have put on the Naira, now you see, Somebody was telling me that the cheapest yam you can get in the market now is 2,000 Naira. So the Naira's ability to obtain value has reduced drastically. So salary can only do maybe half of what it used to do. And some of these salary people are still the, the breadwinners of the homes. So you now find that there's more pressure especially in this good environment of Africa, Nigeria, at least where we are still our brothers keepers, family members, extended family members, your village people, everybody, now your brother, now your sister. So they have access. It's, it's the truth. It's the truth. And you cannot say no. You have to do whatever you can do. So pressure has increased. So along the line, you see, David with all his pressure and his problem, he still met somebody who had more problem. Hello? Because when you weigh this with your own problem, pass your own. So you have to divide what you have. Don't shut down your heart of mercy. 
David did not shut down his heart of mercy. He saw somebody who was more distressed than him at that time. The guy was dying for three days and three nights. You are not eating, you are not drunk water, you are not doing anything. Because he was sick and was abandoned. He still had time to say, bring him. He, he still had time to pay attention to him. Give him food. Give him water. And God used that man. You never know where the solution is going to come from. Sometimes God will use, in fact, the Bible makes it clear, said that he used the weak things of the world to confound, confound the strong. And he used the foolish things to make, make stupid those who think they are wise. Today now, we're seeing a new era. People are trying to talk of youth has stood up. They want to change the, the status quo. They are tired of the evil that have bestowed, been, been upon this country for so long. The, the, the rulers that have led everybody to the, into, the, into the ocean, destroyed the economy, they want to change it. And there are people are using propaganda against them. Ah, it's not in social media, you can change anything. Ah, they have no structure. God doesn't use structure. God is the supreme ruler. Praise the Lord. The unquestionable potentate of the universe is the almighty God. He will use anyone he will use. And I can tell you, please, make sure you get your PVC. Because God is going to do it for Nigeria. God is going to do it for Nigeria. A new Nigeria is coming. You move mountains. We're closing with that. Your cast was to fall with your power. You, you perform miracles. There is nothing that's impossible. And we're standing here only because you made. You move You cause was to fall. You cause was to fall with your power. You perform miracles. There is nothing that's impossible. That's impossible. I will stand. I will stand in here only because you. I will stand in here. I will stand in here only because, only because you made a way. You made a way. Come on, somebody declare. You made a way. You, you made a way. You made a way. Oh, you made, you made a way. You, you made a way. When I pass, when Because you I will stand in here, I will stand in 
you are under the sound of my voice, whether online or on site, whether in this auditorium or on the, on the, on the auditorium downstairs, you know that the Lord has spoken to your heart. You have never given your life before to Jesus Christ. This is the time, this is the hour, this is the minute, this is the second. I want you to just place your hand on your chest wherever you are and pray. Pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I thank you for coming from heaven to save my life. Today I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Forgive me my sins. From today I become yours. Take over in my life in Jesus' name. If you have prayed that prayer, text forgiving to the number on the screen and our pastors will reach out to you. Father in heaven, we just thank you. We thank you because you have always made a way. At a time like this, the back of Nigeria is on the wall. Like the back of the Israelites who are on the wall when they were about to cross the Red Sea. Lord, you made a way. When they go to the river Jordan, Lord God in heaven, you made a way. Father, make a way for Nigeria. Give us a new Nigeria. Let there be change in our leadership. Change that will bring prosperity. Change that will bring righteousness. Change that will bring improvement. Change that will bring glory to your name. Because it's in Jesus' mighty name we are praying.